Welcome to the Life in the Stocks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Matt Stocks. I'm the host, and the show features unedited, in-depth, candid conversations with a wide range of musicians, actors, comedians, and creatives. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Life in the Stocks on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and indeed all major podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at MattStocksDJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live Q&A dates, my DJ performances, and of course, who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, welcome to my Bodal. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. I've got to say, I'm just going to get this out of the way Go at ahead. the start. Um, when I was growing up as a kid, I kind of discovered punk first yeah. through Rancid, No Effects, yeah, yeah, yeah. etc. And then after that initial wave of that kind of SoCal 94, 95 explosion yeah. came the whole third wave scar thing. And got big into Less Than Jake, Real Big Fish, all those bands. And then just as I was starting to go to gigs, I was about 14... Um, we became aware of this British scar thing that was yeah. happening. Uh, predominantly, I think, in the north and the south. There wasn't that much. There was a couple of bands in Birmingham. Farce was one of the key yeah. ones. but A sponge from Birmingham. A sponge with yeah. a Midlands-based yeah. as well, yeah. And we just used to go see you guys whenever you were in town, and you were like our band. <laughs> like Because for us, the rest, and I think I've spoken to you about this before at Slamdown yeah. one year, but a lot of those other bands are very whitewashed, you know? It's very much like white boy scar. Yeah. And then when we saw well, you guys... That, you mean you're talking about the British? The, the, yeah, the the, British. Oh, and the American, and the American. The, the whole mm. scene, both sides of the, the yeah. Atlantic Ocean were very white. And then we saw you guys, and it was like this mixture of the specials and Public Enemy, and it, we hadn't really been exposed to music of that kind of vibrant multiculturalist energy yeah before ah. and uh we fucking loved you dude <laughs> and it was one of my favorite 
groups to go see for many many years back in the day was king prawn so i just oh, wanted to yeah, say yeah. big up for that oh, thanks a lot thanks a lot because <laughs> yeah i mean at the time i mean like we don't, i mean we're not conscious of this fact that you know people like you know people say oh god you're, you're the you know we we got into music because of you guys or you know like you really turned us into this uh turned us on into the into that whole scar thing and that but you know at the time you know we don't we're totally uh, oblivious to this uh, fact you know really but yeah because i mean like you, you know you're talking about those bands at the time because our impression was that a lot of those of those the british bands that we were i was kind of like contemporaries let's say yeah were um, who would you have seen as your contemporaries well at that time it's a difficult one because we used to get i mean we're not a we're not a scar band yeah like you know like some of those bands you mentioned like fast sponge who are more kind of like the american yeah what would you call it second wave i don't know third wave third, yeah, is that yeah, third yeah. wave yeah, yeah bands yeah. like less than jake and yeah because the second wave would have stuff, been yeah. like two-tone okay i'll see what you're saying okay yeah. yeah so um so yeah so the, you know the, the, they the those americans kind of copied copied the 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 british bands from the uh from the early 80s late 70s you know, those scar bands and yeah. stuff and then it was like these british bands are like copying the american bands you know like uh and that was very much the punk scene. I mean, yeah, at that I mean, time, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. It was, it was. But we were, you know, like we we weren't because of the type of music that we play. We're not that playing that kind of like, uh, you know, I'm sorry to say, but Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know you like the Hawaiian. I love shirts, the Hawaiian shirts. Shirt. You know, I, mean, I think the, Zach, the wacky yeah. kind of yeah, Zach, yeah, that kind of like. Kind of, no, I think in America it's kind of like there's kind of like the uh, uh, the kind of goofy high schools. Yes kids no yeah that kind yeah, of absolutely, yeah. yeah you know like i mean we're obviously we're always we're, we're always we're slow but we you know we were slightly a bit older than those bands anyway you know right so and that so, played yeah, a factor so, as so, well so, yeah so like you know these bands were like listening to like i said that you know bands like uh like less than jake or um mad caddies and uh was it and boss tones would that, have been yeah yeah one. but that totally we didn't we didn't know anything about those bands yeah <laughs> you know we, that we were that we 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 kind of missed that i mean I what what music did you guys all at, grow that time, up with at that time when they were probably listening to that we were listening to things like drum and bass and yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and at that time not you know early acid house and stuff yep. like that and because you know there was a period where kind of like rock music completely died it's just like no one was going to gigs at all you know, and it was that was when we were first started. Of course, we was uh, time it to the best, uh, and you know, um, people were were, were were going into club, were going more into the club scene, dance scene. You know, and yeah. like, and then and then then we started to notice later, let's say in the late nineties, let's say, and I think that, you know, like for for me, I don't know, I think it was like Nirvana just changed all of that. Suddenly, like rock music became cool again and so you had another a new generation coming up that were listening to that were you know into rock through Nirvana, i would say through nirvana and then later on obviously I mean, green day yeah yeah well i mean bands yeah bands like that you know um um and so like yeah so like i said anyway just going back uh at that time we we you know we used to when we first started playing we used to go on tour with bands like therapy Really, yeah, yeah I love Andy with, so much. Or playing with one minute silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, they were my first ever gig. Right. The, yeah, the Wolfram Hall. It was okay. one minute silence and pitch shifter. Yeah, so we were, we, you know, we were we were in we were playing more with bands that were kind of like from the metal scene. Yeah, you know, and you know, like Kerrang were into the band, and we used to get written about in Metal Hammer and uh, kind of like the rock magazines, you know. 
Um, I remember this is one of the few quotes, and I remember it as clear as day, <laughs> uh, from Kerrang about you guys. And it's always stuck with me because it's just a brilliant phrase. They referred to you as a multicultural chaos machine. <laughs> and that's always stood out for yeah. me, that quote. I don't know why, yeah. but I guess I, that kind of sums it up you know, perfectly. And, and I think that, that, that the thing that, you know, so we had people that were, in, that were from the metal scene into the band. And we're not playing heavy metal. No, you know, but there's the certainly same, a similarity yeah, with Rage the and the lyrical it's, it's, Yeah, it's the energy. It's and, the energy. People are into the energy of the band. That's why people, you know, people like like, like the prodigy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And things like this. So it's people who are, in, you know, people from a rock scene are into like, things like the prodigy or uh drum and bass because it had the energy you know and that's what people the excite it was, it's exciting now to go and see a band that like, full on in your face and that uh when you're 14 exactly <laughs> it, i mean it, i was right time right place it was fucking yeah. perfect yeah yeah and yeah. just that the mixture of characters like there was you on one corner mm. there was mr devil on the guitar yeah. obviously barbar luck like all mm. such different individual characters yeah. And yeah. then it was the the unison of all of that yeah. together, this cocktail. Of- yeah, yeah. It's like a and and it's just the energy from the band because at that time when we were playing in those days, we just want to be the hardest band <laughs> around, you know, uh, doing what we did, you know. So we used to play everything. You should be okay. Let's just play hard, flat out. You know? Yeah. Um, how did you guys all meet? Like the original King Porn lineup. How did that get together? Um, well, I've known Roger the guitarist, Devil Hands. Uh, from right back in the day um from when from yeah did you go to school together no 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 no, he's he's, uh he was a little bit older than me (laughs) uh and um he's the oldest in the band then he's the old yeah Yeah. i mean just is not um, and we're not far behind him and then, <laughs> and then, um, and then, so like we, you know, we we've been playing in bands for years. Okay, we've been, I mean, not for years, but we've been we played in various bands together. And then uh, we decided to put this band together, and we, I think at the time it was like must, must have been like the Melody Maker or something. We just put an ad in in the Melody Maker for like a bassist. And yeah, a, that's how it used to get yeah, done, wasn't it? Bass player and a, and a and a drummer, and then we just went through a whole load of people, and then we found Nick, and then we found Barber. Yeah, so originally yeah. it was you four. Yeah, originally yep. us four, yeah. And then um and then we decided to we wanted some horn well, some a blast, some blast, and we had Nelly. Yeah. So Nelly, I mean, probably joined us, I mean, five years later or something like that. Um and then the that the, the four of us the five of us were together until two thousand and three when the band split up. Uh, and then when we reformed uh, ten years later, in 2013, the we all reformed apart from Barbar. We didn't want to do it, uh, and then we got Zach, who's our bass player now. Yep. And then uh, Nick Horn from uh, my good buddy. Yeah, your your mate uh, from Sonic Boom Six. He's playing um, keys, uh, keys yeah. and trumpet and trumpet. Yeah, but not, he's such a talented musician, yeah, man. Not at the same time, of course. course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he we're, probably could. Yeah, if, if, well, you, if yeah. you threw down the gauntlet, I reckon okay, he could yeah, pull yeah. it out. We'll put that test to next time. <laughs> Do it on uh, Sunday, Boomtown, last yeah, yeah. minute. By the way, Nick. <laughs> you can play both, yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, and, the, uh, and then Matt. Matt from uh, a friend that we, we've known for years, trombone player, Matt, uh, Matt Darcy, and then uh, completed, the line, completed the, the lineup, yeah. How uh, did the recording of, was it First Defense? Was that the first yeah. record that you guys yeah, made? Yeah, that was the first one. How did that go? That was with Ace from Skunk and Ancy, that was right? Yeah, that was with Ace. And I think we kind of recorded and mixed that in, seven, in like 72 hours or something ridiculous. I think we recorded it in a day and then and then uh, 
recorded and mixed in about two or three days. It was really rushed. Yeah, Ace did that. Yeah, yeah, because um, uh, Ace is a it was a is a mate of Rogers, right? And uh, he was really into the band, and he was wanted to get into production, I guess, uh, at that time. And they, and so yeah, he did the first two albums actually. He did, he did the did, first. Yeah, two. I think he did the second one as well. Friday in London. Oh, no. No, no, he didn't do Friday in London. No, no, he didn't. No, no, I'm mistaken, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those tunes, there's a, there's a few singles from each of those first couple of records that I can still remember vividly hearing for the first time, like Not Your Punk, Racist yeah. Copper. Yeah. Just, like, ferocious, yeah. ferocious. Yeah, like I say, at that, at that time, it was just, okay, let's go. We want to be hard. Because we used to play, you know, we had friends like Medulla Nocta that were ferocious. I mean, completely different type of music Yeah, yeah, us. yeah. But you know, it's like okay, yeah, we want that kind of power <laughs> in in what we in what we do, you know, um, and uh, yeah, and and and, the, and the, the mentality of the band was just like, yeah, we're hard. <laughs> just, well, you seem like men. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like a lot of those other bands would cut, like you know, Faster Sponge, yeah. Cap Down. A lot of those guys, you know, they seem like more our age group, whereas yeah, yeah. you guys seem like geezers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <All right>. Thanks. <laughs> no, like these, these guys mean business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, that was, I mean, I mean not in a kind of like macho way. No, it no, no. It wasn't like that at all. No, it's just no, like no. we just want to play hard the music, you know. Yeah. And like now it's kind of different now. Now we want to, you know, we want to groove more. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, you can hear that on the new record yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Um, what did I want to ask you? So here's, I've spoken to a couple of people from, I guess, the, the generation that followed on from you guys. Yeah. Itch from the King Blues, Barney from Sonic Boom 6, yeah. Josh from the Skints. All three of those guys, like, yeah say what a huge inspiration king prawn was on all of those groups yeah like respectively again it's a surprise because you know because like did you take any of them out on the road no 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 uh, uh, sonic boom six yeah yeah, yeah. the skins what well, i don't think we're even i don't think they were around and when did they start they're young they're super young so yeah. josh is only like mid to late 20s i yeah, think now because probably when they started that's when that's when we were doing, you were uh, done we were done yeah, by yeah, then yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why did you break up just pretty much like right after you released easily I think the best album of that incarnation huh. of the band like got the first um, was fucking wall to wall stone cold king prawn <laughs> classics I think it's just uh, it kind of ran its course really um, you know was that difficult though, knowing you'd made this great album that then it was over? No, because you know when you're involved in the band, we don't, you know, we make the album and we we don't think, oh, this is a great album. It's just like, okay, you know, you record an album and you play, it, and by the time you finished it, you're sick, sick, sick to death. I mean, you lose all judgment of what you've done. You no, know? um, for me, the best moments is like, you know, it's like when you're actually recording it and writing it. Yeah, are the things that what I can remember because that's fun, you know. But having to, the part when 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 it's finally recorded, having to mix it and just like go over it again and again analyzing it and that kind of just at the end of it you're just like oh i don't want to hear this ever again was that quite a step up production wise because it was golf was the label that put that record out yeah right? no yeah no that actually and they were obviously the label that did less than jake and they yeah, were quite but a, they, 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 they didn't did they not help you out uh they put the record out right. we that was we financed that we did that ourselves and then we licensed it to them right uh for 15 years I think so. Two thousand, and that it's actually has come back to us now. Like we just, are the just, owners just now. Yeah, yeah, a couple About of a year a few so years ago. Yeah. ago. yeah, so we, yeah, that record has come back to us now. But like you say, I mean, now we, you know, also another thing is, of course, like so when that record came out and um, the we, we split up, like 
I don't know, six months later. Yeah. So a golfer really happy, I bet. I'll bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so, you know, that was kind of forgotten. We'd all moved on and never even really thought about the band or the records or the, the you know, the legacy, if you want to say, yeah. if you want to call it that. And we weren't around to reap the accolades. <laughs> So, yeah, so, you know, like I said, we have a completely different, we don't, we don't think of ourselves of, as like, you know, influencing bands or changing people's lives or something like that, you know. It's, uh, for us, it's a strange thing when people say that. It's like, oh, really? It's, just, it's like, you know, after the band split up and that, and when I was playing with ADF. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. to play with ADF. Of course, people yeah, we'll talk about them in a bit. People used to come to me and say, oh, you, you, were in the, you were in King Fawn. Oh, my God, they were my favourite band. It's like, yeah, you really, you know, you... Well, it's almost like... And it's like, oh, my God, where, you know, nobody told us... What, not, if, if only people had told us when we were playing, <laughs> then we might not split up. Do you think that would have been the case? <laughs> nah, no, nah, I'm joking. You were no, done? No, nah, yeah. Well, we because that done. was pre-internet, wasn't it? So you wouldn't yeah. have had those same kind of yeah, chat exactly, rooms yeah, and the message yeah, wouldn't yeah, have been exactly, spread. Exactly, It was a completely different time. There was an industry then. The, the whole industry was different. You know, this was like before probably even before MySpace. Yeah, it would have been. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was even before MySpace. 2003 was the year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would have even before all of this, before Facebook and everything. So it was before social media and that. And, um, you know, like now it's, it's different. It's different. Um, you know, you have to think that at that time, up to that period, we were touring a lot. We were touring a lot. And uh, I Well, think- you must have been because we would see you at least three times a year yeah, we in Birmingham. Play, you know, it was our living, you know, let's say, if you want to call it that. Uh, and I think that when, you, when, you, when you're doing something that you love, just, you know, the, the effect of it kind of wears off. And in the end, it's just like having a job. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, the grind. Yeah. Because touring's hardcore when you don't have a lot of money. You're not staying in luxurious yeah, hotels. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. that can take its toll, it can, for sure. Yeah, it, it, everything kind of takes its toll. And like... Uh, um you know you you're you're with each other all the time and you know you're not seeing your friends you're not seeing you're not going anywhere and i mean going out with mates and having a social life and that because everything's just the, that that kind of is your life and social life and everything and i think you kind of become a bit insular in the whole thing and i just wanted to and i think me and a couple of others just wanted to do something different i wanted to go i mean i wanted to leave the uk you know, and that kind of like maybe sort of said. Okay. Was there any particular reason why you were feeling that pull away? Yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> you you'd been with her since? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the very yeah, early yeah, days. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. So you know that was another another thing, and like you know, and like I say, if you do something that you love and you're just doing it all the time, it becomes like a job. You yeah. Know? And any job, I get that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, so um, yeah, it, it become you just kind of. Think, oh, what am I doing this for? You know, I'm not enjoying it anymore, kind of thing. And now it's completely different. You know, the, the whole situation. is it like a busman's holiday now when you jolly get together boy, with the boys? We call it jolly boys. Yeah, jolly boys holiday. Yeah, because you everyone wants to a be jolly. there. Yeah, everyone wants to be there. There's no there's no routine yeah. and yeah, and also there's no pressure. So we, you know, we we just play the things that we want to play. It's not like I mean, if you're doing it for as a job, maybe could be a gig somewhere and you think oh i'm not sure i want to do it but okay but we need to do it because we need to pay for the insurance so we need to pay for the storage we need to pay for it okay we have to go and do the gig so now there's no no there's none of this financial pressure yeah yeah of playing you know we can just pick and choose what we want to do you know and it's uh there's no uh, pressure on we don't feel any pressure to do anything now so it's a lot more fun 
Do you have anything and, these days like a manager or an agent or a uh, publicist well, yeah, or any of that, or is yeah, it all kind of no, we still DIY? Have, we, we still have a, we have an agent, uh, but the, the, we don't have a manager. So all I the mean, business side, you guys just we run just do yourselves. It ourselves, yeah, but it's not uh, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's not a lot. Of, it's not a lot of work. It's not a hard job. <laughs> I don't think. Just have to, yeah, you know. Um, and uh, also, you know, with, with now we have the internet and social media. Well, um, social media, what's, uh, communication's a lot easier. Yeah. Oh, you can now. promote your own stuff, can't you? Yeah, and also writing, yeah, promoting and stuff, which we are terrible at because we're not... You're that, not from that we're school. Not, we're not that generation, you know. Like uh, now, like we, we were talking about, I was with Nick, I was with Nick the other day, and he's like, oh, God, man, I didn't get into do, I didn't get into this to, <laughs> to be writing on to Facebook. Tweet. To tweet, yeah. I didn't do <laughs> it's like, you know, and like... It is funny, and it? it's a whole new game now. Yeah, and yeah. you see people like there's a lot of these self-made. I think that the movers has shifted from bands to individuals. Well, yeah, it's perfect for singer-songwriters. And it's it's, it's very it's, it's kind of a me me culture we're in now as well. So it's all about the the individual, the self. And you see these people like Post Malone and guys like this, and and girls like Billie Eilish and stuff who have never had like a, a record deal. Have yeah. ne- they've just kind of maybe put out a song on SoundCloud or something. Yeah get discovered, yeah. blow up. Yeah. And they're like these multimillionaires, but they're still like DIY independent yeah. artists. It's mad because yeah. all the tools are in place to be yeah. able to do that. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, I mean, in, in one aspect, you can reach, you know, it's good for singer-songwriters and, you know, more for them than I say for bands, but um, you can reach out to, to your audience um, you're expected to be in contact with them. If you don't, someone's going to write a negative review. Or something. And if you're not constantly <laughs> present, it's like, oh, they must yeah. have broken up. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on. So I just went week. to make a cup of tea. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you should have posted it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though, because I imagine a lot of your fans are of a similar age group to me and perhaps a bit older, yeah, so sort yeah. of early 30s and yeah, up. Yeah, So yeah. a lot of those people probably aren't messing no, around with no, social yeah, media yeah, that much yeah, either. Exactly, yeah. So they, they don't care. So yeah. they're like, just do the music, do the gigs. That's enough for us. Yeah, yeah. Total, total we're happy with that style yeah <laughs> uh, without without even lights and stuff yeah 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 <laughs> without light any uh, flashing lights and stuff um, but uh let me ask you about barba yeah. um where did you meet that guy and like what's his story barba because he's just a fascinating individual yeah, yeah. he just uh, he uh, the thing is that he yeah we met him through the, he responded to the ad you know, and the, the crazy thing is, what's Barbar doing reading the Melody Maker? Yeah, <laughs> that's one of life's great mysteries, isn't it? Yeah, that, you know, what, what was he doing? And yeah, yeah so, you know, through the through Melody Maker, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a character. Um, is he like full tilt, full time? Is he always Barbar? Like, is there ever any respite or break, or or is he always on? Yeah, he's Barbar's just Barbar, isn't yeah, he? Barbar's Barbar, he'll always be, be Barbar. So. Yeah. Um, I haven't. Se- I mean, I. I mean, I haven't seen him for a long time, so it's not really fair for me to 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 talk about him because I. I've, I mean, I haven't seen him for like since two thousand and three. Really? Yeah. Since so, that original breakup, you haven't even been in like no, physical. I, I don't live in the UK, and True. our paths don't cross. And, yeah, yeah. You know, our paths just don't cross. That's wild. And so it's not. It's not really fair to say because you know a lot happens in in can happen in like fifteen, sixteen years. You know, people change a lot. So I don't want to start saying things about him, how he was then, because he might not be like that today. Like, we, we all change, you know. Well, I'm not the, we're not the same people. True, but okay, what you can tell me is how was playing with him then? Because on, <laughs> on stage, yeah. he had a real unique energy and vibe yeah. that he brought yeah. 
to the overall equation, yeah, which was definitely a key part of that. No, no, is secret yeah, ingredient yeah, yeah, yeah. that made you guys yeah. a success, right? Aesthetically, is great, you know, yeah. to look at and stuff like that. Playing wise, mm, right? You should, yeah, you could sometimes he'll be like, "What are you doing?" Or like, "What are you do? What's happening, brother? Like, what are you doing?" It's like, he's like, "Oh, turn on the amp." Then we we so it's almost like a kind of a a Sid Vicious Bears no, but he type. can play. Like, he, he can, can play. play. No, no, he can play. But he brings a vibe with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, he can play. He can play. Uh, let's be fair. He can play. But sometimes I think it's the performance. He gets lost in the performance, and uh, you know, you you're the bass, but you have to play bass. <laughs> That's the minimum thing. No, but you know, like uh, it, it wasn't always. He is. He he can play bass, and he can play quite well. I have to say. Um, what's your favorite bar bar memory you got a good favorite bar bar story it's what i can remember it's what i can remember <laughs> i can remember we i think it was the first european tour that we did in uh i think it must have been we were in poland and uh it was really hard tour you know we were doing this tour in 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 for next to nothing you know uh eating cabbage every night in poland Traveling around in an ambulance, in a converted ambulance. When it, I say converted, Itch told me about this. Yeah, who told you the story? Itch from the King Blues said you guys used to travel around in an ambulance. Yeah, well, we didn't used to. We did one tour. Right, right, right. <laughs> we did it once, uh, but we, I think it was like three weeks or four weeks, a month, nearly a month in this ambulance. Well, not, but when I say converted, it wasn't. I mean, they just take. I think they just took out the stretchers and, yeah. the, and, the, and the oxygen masks and stuff. But they still had the benches, so you're like you're sitting across from each other. And that, and it was, it, and like really long drives, terrible roads, you know, it was in, in, in autumn or early winter, I can't remember. And we just played this, we just played this gig and everyone said, oh, all these, you know, kids were saying, come back to our house, come back to our house, we'll have a party. Blah, blah, blah. So we went there and they were like drinking like this, like really, really strong vodka. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've tried that stuff. Yeah, like ninety-five percent. Yeah, yeah. They're just straight drinking moonshine. I think, and like, I think Barbar just like guzzled a whole bottle to himself. Like, oh, I could drink it. Like, you know, everyone's smoking and everything. And the next day, I don't know. We were looking for Barbar. We couldn't find him. And then we were just strolling. We went out and we just like kind of. I remember we just found him. I don't know what he was doing. He was just standing with his head in a bush. It's just like, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? And like, he just completely lost the plot. <laughs> you know moonshine will yeah, do that to a man frazzled his mind <laughs> yeah and then uh what other things got? oh yeah of course i have to i remember one time i remember i shot him in the head with an air pistol right and then we basically had a fight because i did i mean I, I shot him in the head but i didn't think it was loaded right so basically we were at someone's house and he was sitting on the floor and i was sitting on the on the sofa and they had like a bb gun i don't know those ones that fire little uh, pellets yeah not the not the metal one no those pl plastic yellow pellets and he was and they, it was in my hand and i just <laughs> just pretended to shoot him but pulled the trigger and shot him on the back of the head with this that you know from about two point feet blank away. range point, as point they blank say. Major. yeah and it's and then that, he just completely lost it <laughs> of course he would like and went for me right and uh and basically i like, managed to hold him off and stuff and then everyone like managed to hold him down and he had this massive welk on the back of his head but i did apologize but he didn't I, he, he thought that i'd uh, done it on purpose but i didn't know it was loaded you know so yeah in my defense, <laughs> in officer. My defense i didn't know yeah. <laughs> yeah uh tell me about the writing and the, the dynamic of how you would create those first few records and how the songs would come about you mean 
say surrender to the blender got the first some of those like you know key king prawn songs caught in a rut bringing down the house dominant view yeah it's just songs um, like that was it was it all of you as a band collectively like was there a certain writing partnership within the team or how did they materialize um, or was each song different each song is different each song was different so for example uh, if you think so, some songs that I wrote myself with the guitar. I mean, I come up with the with the riff and the and the vocals. So I just do it at home, and then everyone would just fit in around it, and then they can add overdubs and stuff like that. Other times, uh, if someone else comes up with the with an idea, a riff or a hook or something, then I would just work the vocals on top of that. You know, and uh, like for example, like um, I don't know, tell me, give me an example of a song. Dominant view. Dominant view. Okay, dominant view. I think Nick came up with that originally, um, and I think he had some little portable recorder or something. I can't remember what it was. I mean, I mean the technology changes all the time now. Um, and he'd written this uh, tune on there, I think, and he gave it to me, and then I just basically, oh yeah, it's like a kind of like a drum and bass kind of thing. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, and then so I just put the vocals on that, and then basically everyone. Everyone, so I think Nick had probably had the drums and the bit which goes dan 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 dan. He had probably had that, and then we just we just put the rest on. While well, you know, because we used to we used to get together twice a week to play in a rehearsal, regardless of whether we had a gig, had a gig or, or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we it would just be yeah, we always get together twice a week to play <clears throat> down in a place called Fortress, uh, which doesn't. I know, so, I know. I think it does. No, but it's, it's the not, old, it's not... old, the original fortress. Right, right. Um, and then we just go into this. It, we were just there in the rehearsal, and we would just write these new songs like that. Yeah, you know. Uh, Loneliest life. That's a banger. Loneliest life. That was Roger. Come up with the uh, the, the 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 chords on that, and uh, but I think it, it was kind of like an acoustic thing, and then we kind of like changed it a bit and stuff. Yeah, and I just wrote the 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 vocals on the top of that. Nice. Yeah. Here's a song you never play. I want to know why. Yeah. Which you one? know what I'm going to ask, don't you? Smoke some shit. Smoke some shit. Because <laughs> that was like meant to be like a joke. <laughs> and it just took off and you were like, shit, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came up with that, actually, that one. Um, with just the kind of like that intro guitar. And then there's that, you know, my mother told me that kind of like nursery rhyme thing comes from like the kind of uh my boy lollipop oh what, yeah, what's the tune yeah yeah, yeah. that right. the, the clapping song Shirley clapping Ellis song. Yeah, yeah yeah um and so like so yeah we took the chorus we took the chorus for that but it was meant to sound kind of like crass and stupid you know because at the time I think there were so, there were lots of songs about smoking marijuana and uh I think I, I, what's the song I want to get high not I want to get high what was that song by Afro Man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got because high. I got yeah, there's all that kind because of stuff. I got and we kind of think, okay, let's just kind of like do this song, but let's make it so obvious, so stupid. But it's a and piss take. Yeah. And everyone just embraced it and loved yeah, it. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then. Um, I've got to be honest, that was one of our favorites, our group collectively, because we were big weed smokers at that time. Yeah, but how old were you at that time? 15, 16. Yeah, but for, probably to a 15 year old, they're, they're, you know, it's yeah, like, oh, oh, this is God, great. This yeah, for is me, amazing. it's great, but, you know, someone's a bit, I was like, Oh, it's a bit immature. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the reason why you kind of pulled it in more recent times? Is you feel like I can't be the age that I am now? No, no. Stuff. I mean, no? I mean, we we have played it. You have. We, I think we. Dude, did, every time did. I've seen you in the last few years, I never. I see think it. we did play. Yeah. Didn't we play it at Reading or something? Maybe I'm at sure. Reading. I think You've we, never done it at Slam Dunk. No, I've never I seen think, it one of your gigs either. I think we did either. play it. I mean, we're not. We're Maybe not. I'm just unlucky with when I'm in attendance. <laughs> You're like, it's not on this. Matt's here. It's Get not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's a great tune. You like it, yeah? I love it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Raise the Banner is another one that I love. Raise the Banner. Yeah, that was another one from Nick, yeah. And I, me- I actually remember writing that. I remember I took, the- I took the stuff with me to Italy and like there was a whole collection of songs like Raise the Banner, um, Bring Down the House, and I think yeah. there was another one. And I basically took Lick of the Flame, I think. I think I took them to Italy and I was just, during the day, just writing. I mean, I- I- the songs were like, let's say, demoed on a four, like say, like a kind of like, four track yeah. version and then so I just wrote the lyrics to wrote the words and wrote the lyrics to that and then yeah and then we get together and then we start putting everything else the guitar and deciding the drums and uh, not drums the uh, bass and it doesn't need brass blah 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 and we start structuring it arranging it and Caught in a Rut that was a great track Caught as well. in a Rut I think I did that as a proper <laughs> proper like kind of mosher that one yeah, was yeah, yeah yeah I think I did that one yeah yeah I can't remember writing it. So many tunes. <laughs> what, what's your what's some of your favourites now looking back? Now and still to of play those and, ones. Uh, or of any of the original incarnation. I love I I love playing Freedom Day. Yeah. I just I don't um um because I just like the whole kind of atmospherics of that. It's just like uh it's kind of cinematic and sounding and stuff. It's easy to play and that always helps. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy one. There's no shouting or nothing. I can easy it's just relaxing. Easy on the it. voice, yeah. Yeah, you know, and uh, but no, but it's enjoyable to play and I kinda like it. And it's, and it's also so different to everything. I think when we play that's like people are like, Oh my god, what's this? You know, especially with the rest of the racket that's gone on that evening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no like, doubt. Because we yeah. Um and Caught in a Rut, I like playing that one. Uh, dominant view. Um, yeah, I mean, it's easier to say which ones I don't like playing. Yeah, go on <laughs> so, then. But we don't play them anymore because we right. dropped down. Be warned. Be warned. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I you know what? The, you know what the problem the is. The problem for me is a lot of those old songs. I find out for me, I find them too repetitive. I find simplistic. Them, yeah, yeah. I don't know what why that is. I think that now. Uh, I find them a bit too repetitive. Um, yeah, they're, they're, because they're, they're like typical punk rock songs. Yeah, aren't yeah, they? yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So for, to play, they're kind of a bit simplistic. But, yeah, like you say, repetitive, simplistic. But um, and anything that involves like straining my voice. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, and it, but yeah, like bring down the house. Is that pretty tough on your voice? No, no, that's, that all right? Right. That's, yeah, all right. that's all right. Yeah, I've changed the course on that the other day. Yeah, but I haven't played it live yet. Maybe <laughs> I'll do it at Boomtown. I don't know. There you go. Because like now, some of them, like Boom, you know, like, but, uh, you know, actually, I really like playing um, uh, Bring Down the House because it's got the variation of the singing and the kind of rapping. And, the, yeah, the chorus is a bit vicious on the voice. But, uh, you know, I can change that. You know, I can change the choruses and stuff and that. I don't know. For me, it's not a very well-known song. So people, and also, you know, a lot of people see us, and a lot of people haven't seen us for the first time because, like, you know, they weren't around them. So it's like, okay, we're going to change this. <laughs> no one will know. Like, I don't know. Uh, maybe people are like, oh, doesn't sound like the record. <laughs> yeah, that's always that kind of weird. Yeah, but I don't know. When I go and see a band, and I, I mean, this is different, isn't it? Because I'm speaking from I, like a musician. I like point, musicians hearing point variations. Of, yeah, me too. Me too. Especially with like a kind of, of hip hop influence band, you yeah. want it to feel fresh and yeah. unique to that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy that because if yeah. you want the record, sit at home and listen to it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And also, a lot of those songs were, were, you know, that we write, we never played live. And when you play them live, they, it's kind of different. It doesn't feel right. So we took, kind of change things, uh, change things, mix it up a bit, you know, to, uh, to, to keep it interesting. But yeah. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So how did the Asian dub connection come about? <laughs> so basically, I went to live in, in Italy and uh, I kind of stopped playing music. And then... Uh, Was that a conscious move where you're like i'm done with it for a while i want to yeah, step away yeah 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 because I, I didn't want to start from zero again with in a band in italy having bandmates that you know that have to communicate you know communicate in english and italian and kind of yeah i just kind of got tired of it and that you know and also you know i was working it's like oh my god i've actually got some money <laughs> yeah do, and do. did you enjoy that did you enjoy having a bit of financial like, security for the first time in your life yeah yeah that was all of right course, yeah of course yeah you don't know felt yeah, good yeah felt good to have a bit of, bit of cash in my pocket yeah yeah why not um you know i've always been poor it was it was a you know well, i wasn't rich yeah you know, i'm not saying i was rich but uh but you yeah. had a steady wage yeah yeah i had an income which yeah, i had an income a lot which of I never musicians had before, and creatives yeah. often don't yeah. yeah never had it before so you know, uh, and, you know, I was like 30, at that time I was about 30, 33, 34, 35, something like that, maybe, or maybe a bit younger, 32 maybe. <laughs> and, you know, that's the first time in my life I've actually had a proper job, you know, because I've just been playing music all for most of my life. And anyway, so I was just doing that, not thinking about music. And then um, one day Steve, Chandra Sonic that you've spoken to, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He he gave he called me up and said, "Oh hi, Al," because I'd met Steve years and years ago when we were doing got when we did got the first. I remember meeting him for the first time. He came to the studio because he want, we were talking about maybe doing a remix, an ADF remix of one of the tunes. Um, anyway. Were they a band that you were inspired by in any way? 
Or they a different scene, completely, completely different, different scene, was completely it? different scene. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I liked what they did, but I, hadn't, I mean, it's just stuff that I heard on the radio. Yeah. Or you know, I happened to be somewhere and they were playing live. You know. What day are they at Boomtown? Because they're at Boomtown today, this week. Are oh, they today? Are yeah, they? I think they play today. Miss them? No, because I, yeah, because I tried to. I, I mean, it's not clear, is it? It's, pro, it's quite hard on Boomtown. They the, don't say. The day why splits. Don't they, why uh, don't they say when the bands are? I know it's just one big fucking smorgasbord of acts, <laughs> isn't it? You're like, well, <laughs> when are they? Where are yeah, they? Yeah, because I was thinking, okay, I'd like to, you know, maybe go and see them play if they were playing on. Because I, I was, I thought they were playing from the from the poster. It looks like they're playing on Sunday, but I, I think they were playing. They were, they, I mean, I think they played this afternoon. So. So not, uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway, I missed that chance to see them. And uh, so Steve called me, just going back. So Steve called me and uh, we spoke and he said, okay, look, would you, like, would you be interested in doing some songs? I said, yeah, okay. And just send me uh, the, the tracks and I'll work, at them, work on them. Um, Had you done anything like that before as kind of like a guest vocalist, as it were? Mm, or was it not being presented in that way? Was it like, well, this is something we're going to create together? No, it's just like it's just like we we got a new we're doing a new album. Would you be interested in doing a track? Right, basically. And I said, yeah, okay. So send me the stuff, and I started working on the song. And then a couple of songs later, he said, oh, about this one, okay. And then I don't know how what what, what happened. And then he just said, he just lured you in. Subtly, just said, like, yeah. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> like you know, we're looking for. Then later, it's like we're looking for a new singer. Would you be interested to come and play live with us? I said, oh, okay, why not? Why not? It's a new thing for me. I've never played other anyone else's material, so yeah, just you know, learn these songs, you know, uh, and we were uh, getting together to do the new songs for the for that out for the for the that new album for at the time, and um, I can't remember, but I think the first gig that I played with them was in Singapore, right? And it's a completely different another level. You know, like they're playing, I mean, the gigs are huge, huge festivals, you know, playing headlining band on uh, big festivals uh, all around the world. You know, they were on a completely different level. Uh, and for me, it was like, yeah, oh, my God, I got to learn these all these songs, like a whole set, you know, it's like, OK, problem is having to learn the words that you haven't written. You know, that's quite hard. That's quite hard. But it was a challenge, you know. It's yeah, because you don't have muscle memory, do you, guiding you? No, no, no. It's because, you know, it's like, you know, I wouldn't say this. Yeah. Right. But okay, I'll just learn it. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say this in this way. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's not that I don't agree with it. <laughs> yeah, it's your <laughs> yeah, it's wording. My words. Yeah, yeah, different. the wording's different. And so like, yeah, and, and so it's it's all completely different. But it it was, you know, a channel. I, I, I kind of got into it. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, I think this could even improve me. And did it? Yeah, it must have done. Definitely, definitely, because it opens up another, an, um, another. You, you look, you look at music in a different way through other someone else's eyes and stuff like that. You know, it's 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 a it was a really good experience. You know, how was it crushing those big stages as well? Was that an enjoyable? The like playing to these huge crowds and yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but it's kind of like when you, you know, you're playing these big audiences, but they're so far away. You know, I mean, you don't have the intimacy um, doing things like that, and so like it's not so. It's probably nerve wracking if you played as to play in a, in a in your local pub in front of fifteen people. It's probably more nerve wracking, I reckon, because they're right but, there. Yeah, they're right yeah, there. You yeah, yeah. And you have to win eyes. them over, and you have to win them over. When you go there, 
you know, the people, they're, they're, they're like fans, you know, like a big audience of that are fans. You go, put your hands in the air, the yeah, whole yeah, place does exactly. it. Like, that yeah, was yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. fall over. They all come, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, it, it's not like you have to win over people. It wasn't um, in, in that sense, yeah. The only time, I mean, the most nerve-wracking thing is when it's being filmed or it's going live on TV because, you know, if you... If you mess up, you know, that's it. That's it. It's what there. kind it's of big TV It's going to be there on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's going to be like, oh, look at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did a couple of things on, I remember one time we did some acoustic thing. So it was just, it was just me, Steve and Pritpal. Uh, we did a couple of, a couple of songs, like, like an acoustic version on something for, for the Hay, is it Hay and Why Festival? Yeah, I know Hay and Why. Is it Hay and Why? Yes. Is that what it's called? Yep. Uh, my parents go there. Oh yeah. 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 They love it. <laughs> And then um, we did a live one in in Italy, that was that was like on their version of BBC One, bang in the middle of the like at six o'clock in the evening, you no, know? and so like you you know so you basically they have this uh, rotate so that if you can imagine the stage rotates and they got it's like there's a barrier so as one band's playing behind the barrier that you're setting up and then it turn as it turns round you start playing. And so you don't know what is no second takes like no 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 yeah. no and then and that one was particularly uh, nerve wracking because the actor the other singer actor wasn't there so basically I had to sing his parts as well as mine so I had to do I was because they had more than one vocalist um, and so I had to sing his parts as well as mine and so yeah so but you know so it's like okay please just don't mess up that's the only thing I'm thinking of remember the words remember the words just don't mess up. And you've yeah. got to make a good impression because yeah, you're, yeah, you're part course. Italian yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's home turf. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, yeah. So they were a bit shocked. But the audience were like, oh, God, he could speak a little bit of Italian. Yeah. I'll bet they weren't yeah, expecting yeah. that. Yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah. So, and how long were you with them? For them, I think about five years. Well, about 2012 to two, 2005 to 2012-ish. Yeah, about five years. I did two albums with them. Yeah. And it was a good experience. I learned a lot there. I learned a lot, which is... Uh, you know, it's, it's good to take away something like that. You still in touch? No, I'm not. I'm not. Because I passed, again, I passed down cross. Until I passed cross, yeah, then I'm in touch. But, you know, nothing, there's no like, uh, it's not like, oh, they did me wrong or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's just, well, when you, know, you I mean, were... if, I, if, if they were at Boomtown and, and at the same time, it was like something, if we were together, I would go and check them out, you know, definitely. Would you ever get up with them and do it like a song? I'd have to learn the songs again. Yeah, yeah. I can't go for all of that. <laughs> a second Don't make me do that again, man. Yeah. <laughs> so when you got the band back together, did yeah. that come from your experiences with Asian Dub? Like, did that start generating the cogs in your mind? No, like, no, 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 no. How, like, how did the it's like, you know, prawn reformation the, the, come you know, about? Okay, we got together in 2013. And then, um, but prior to that, like, you know, every now and then the offer would come through to, to do, you know, do you want to reform the band? And every year be like, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. And were they coming through pretty I much mean, every year in that time? Yeah, I mean, after a few years after the band split up originally in 2003, we used to get offers, yeah. We reformed the band, reformed the band. And none of us were really into it. Uh, and then in 2013, um, I don't know, we just, uh, I, you know, I was more in contact with with, with Roger, Devil Hands and Nick and... Uh, and we kind of said we kind of got together. I said, "Yeah, why not? I'm up for it. If you really want to do it, I don't don't see any harm in doing it." And then like it's like and then uh, and then that kind of like got the ball rolling, no. 
we asked Baba if he wanted to to, to participate, and um, he was I mean annoying, and then he finally decided that he wanted didn't want to do it because he was doing his own thing. That's fair enough, you know. He's been working on his own thing since the band split up. He's not going to drop that and come and play with us, which is fair enough. And then he gave uh, he gave his blessing to to go ahead and do it, and uh, and then we had Zach who was pl- who who had been playing in a band with Nick prior. And then um, we decided, okay, let's uh, let's get some keys and get expand the band a bit, to, because we thought what we want to do now we can't really do it with with just a uh, drums, bass, guitar, uh, and a cornet, <laughs> one cornet. You know, we want to sound big. We want to have a, a, a bigger sound in band than that. Um, did you feel any pressure? I guess no, because you were saying earlier on that when you did break up you weren't aware of any idea of a quote-unquote no. legacy yeah so there wasn't any like oh this has got to be good like we've got to make obviously you'd no, want but, it to be but, good but for yourselves for anyway yeah for ourselves but there wasn't any good. of that like trepidation like Whoa. no 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 of course there's when we i mean when we played slam bang the first time we, we it was terrible for us because we of course if you haven't played for 10 years and you go out and do the first shows it's going you're going to be a little bit rusty let's say i mean we'd rehearsed and everything but it's not you know no 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 amount of rehearsals can make up for a show no? of course it's like one show is worth like 20 rehearsals and um um but you know the important thing is that he got us together and you know nick was really into doing doing some more recording and so you know in the rehearsals that we got together we started to to, to we said okay let's write let's do a, let's do because i think we did a little tour as well in 2015 i think and we said okay let's record something as a promo and then uh, after that, then we started to write more and more. And then basically we had the album slowly coming together. And then, um, and in the meantime, we're playing other shows and stuff like that. And then, okay, yeah. So, you know, it's, um, there was a little bit, a little bit of momentum that got held up by the album because that was taking a little bit too long to, to, to finish. But in the end, this and year. And that's for logistics and cost reasons, was it? Well, uh, it's just trying to you know like you know we got we all got lives out of music and it's just like you know we all work and it's not like suddenly you finish where it's like okay i'm gonna write an album <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah, it's yeah. like you know you Switch. have to get into the mood you have to get into the into the mood also for me you know we we wanted to do an album that didn't sound like the last album it's not like we want to do an album that is just the same as what we've done before you know we, we you know i'm you know musically and lyrically it's different i think to 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 before like I said before, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want it to be, I didn't want it to be repetitive, because that's the thing when I listen to those old records now, it's just like okay, I kind of got it, but it's I wish it would do something different now. <laughs> so, but just a subtle, even if it's just a little subtle thing, it's like why didn't we? Why did we just repeat? It's because you know, because we're, everyone's just happy and like to play hard as we can. We're not, you're not even, probably not even listening to what the other people are doing in the band. Let's just be hard and play. Now it's a lot more subtle, you know. Of course. <laughs> well, you're older, gentlemen. Now, obviously, yeah, you know, your yeah, tastes yeah. have refined and your ears have yeah, yeah. developed. And... Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. And um, also, the technology's changed. So, big time yeah big time so this is the big difference so we can we can we can um the instrumentation is 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 limitless now you know we can have we can basically we can do what we want whatever comes to our minds you know um but um and so yeah um 
so we started so we started writing the album in two a little bit after when we were formed and slowly slowly when the mood when we you know when the, when we were in the mood we, we kind of wrote but not collectively you know i'll go and do my bit nick would go and do his bit everyone goes and does his bit and i have to admit most of it was held up because of me because basically they had all the music done. They've probably got half the out next album done as well, but they're just waiting for me. Ow, oh, when are you going to write the lyrics? Come on, come on, you've got to do it, you've got to do it. I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then I, I'll be at home, I've got some time to do it. And I'll start writing. It's like, you know what? There's a big pile of ironing there. <laughs> I'll do the ironing first and then I'll do some lick. And then it's just like, what's that? And at the end, it's like, oh God, the time has passed. It's like, you could just get distracted like this now. And so like, like you just, for example, that, we got this we're planning to do an ep next early next year of maybe four or five songs and um this this week i've just gone to nick's no and so i went to his house and we said okay we're gonna write these songs and bang boom in two days we'd, re- <laughs> we'd finish because collaboration is yeah, the key yeah yeah it? but it's just like we're focused this is what we have to do you know we've got to write two songs here there's no it's not like okay i've got to go out i've got to go and buy something else. oh yeah you know because when i'm on my own it's like it's hard i think anyone who says that you know people who work remotely you know work at home uh, or work remotely it's 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 difficult to get to find the discipline you no know? because you could you get distracted by things completely. in the house completely know? yeah i needed to get out my house to go to someone else's place to 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 do it maybe i get in that in a sense yeah yeah, so, I mean that's yeah. kind of with with me. A lot of my life is spent on this table here. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll go put some washing on, I'll go cook some food, I'll go have a cigarette. Yeah, you and just the, keep putting it off, and then you're like, oh, the day's gone. Yeah. Oh well. Now I've got to start. It's, it's like it's dinner time. <laughs> now I've got to start preparing something to eat. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, oh maybe I could do it tomorrow. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So where have you been pulling from lyrically for this new record? Not the EP that's coming out, but the album that is out. The album that's out now. Yeah. Um. Because you've always been a political band, to some extent. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. We don't have a political alliance, I wouldn't say. Um, socially conscious. Socially then, conscious, maybe. Yeah. Uh, this one a lot uh, work. Because uh, of course I'm working now. Like uh, talk about employment. Um, it's a bit boring when I do this. It's, quite like this. it's poetry, man. It's poetry. <laughs> it's going to sound really boring if I explain it like this. Okay, so yeah, so experiences of work, you know, like uh, people with with you know on shitty contracts and things like this, how the, the working conditions are and stuff like this, you know, bit a little bit of stuff about uh, immigration and Brexit, that kind of mentality. Um, do you keep up with all of that living in Italy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's, oh, it, it affects me directly. So, you know, yeah. of course I live in another what, country. What, what's the the take over that side in terms of the media and the news? Like, is the presentation of the the information notably different? Have you noticed? Um, uh, I'm always fascinated to get an insight into that. Because... I don't know. I, think, I mean, I've been, I, I, for example, when I went to Belgium, people just say, we don't care whether you leave or not. <laughs> the locals there said, if you want to leave, leave. Good. We don't care. You know, in Italy, it's a bit divided because there you have a, uh, the, the main political party there now wants to lead the European Union. So they, they're supportive of Brexit. You know? uh, whereas the people but it, there, it's not, it's, it's, not, it's not even possible because they're tied into the euro. You know, most of, okay, most of the people in my circle of friends were all, you know, were, are all kind of pro-European, let's say. You know, I don't, I don't know many people who are, um, I'm sure, um, 
that would want to take Italy out of the EU. But in the, in terms, of, I don't know. I think a lot of them there are just saying uh, uh, a lot of people there just think they're crazy. They just think they're, they're crazy. They don't, they don't realize what harm they're doing to themselves. This is what they say. But and then the end. But they say, but if they want to do it, do it. Good on you. <laughs> That's what you want to do. Go and do it. And then uh, you know, it's a bit. It's, I don't know. It's uh, it's a mess, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, here, what do you, I mean? What do, I mean, in London, it's different, isn't it? I mean, like, uh, it's, London is different to the rest of the country. Yeah, well, it's its own bubble, and yeah. you know, I, I found going back home that so many people of my peer group back home in the Midlands voted leave. Yeah, because their approach and their attitudes and their politics and everything is just—I don't want to say backward because it's their own and mm. they believe in it. Yeah. But, but why do they want to leave? What I mean, there's a variety of reasons. Well, I think economics is is one of them. There's a couple of people who I, I think did seem to believe, I don't know whether they still do, yeah. but that we'd be better off out. Yeah. Because obviously there was so much. Well, economically. In, economically. Yeah. Yeah. And there was obviously so much in the campaign of like the money will go here, it will go here. Okay. So do you know, like the obvious save, stuff, we'll get all money. this money and put it in the NHS. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah, let's, let's definitely support that. Yeah. And then you're like, well, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, is but it? When, when are they going <laughs> like, to put money in the NHS? <laughs> you know, it, uh, it, to me, I, I mean, we're a very divided I, I country know. right now. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why. What? What's? I mean, I, I, they're probably like I say, there isn't one thing, uh, one specific reason why people want to leave the well, there's, leave, there's... Leave the European Union. But I don't know what's. But I think you have to kind of, I kind of think what's behind it. What is the behind it? And behind it is a kind of a mistrust. Of of uh... of the other quote unquote yeah and it's, it's it's also I think people want to get back to the the glory days of the past I think that and those days yeah, are gone I think so as well they're I think gone that, yes and it's like a kind of let's like get back to that empire. war era camaraderie and yeah we we know everyone and it's about community and it's like well yeah I mean the irony is that you know community is being ripped apart by our own government not yeah. by the people yeah. that are moving into these yeah. areas yeah. Like the notion of community is being destroyed by mm. the conservatives, yeah. and what they're doing to businesses and schools, and yeah. you know that's not anyone that's come. I mean, and the whole history of humanity is about mm. emigration and migration, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah. the whole history yeah. of the world. Yeah, like <laughs> I think that, that you know, like I think in the rest of Europe, I think they 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 they, they view uh, the UK as being. Uh, British people has been a bit arrogant. They always yeah. think they always think that are oh, you think that you're better. Well, than we us. are. How many English people when they go abroad do yeah. they take the time to learn the language and speak in yeah, the language? They, even they, if it's they, a simple. The, 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 the people on the continent, their view is that that British people, not all, the majority of British people, they have, it's the mentality is an arrogance that we're better than you. Yeah. we saved you uh, in two world wars. We, you know, we have we have an empire. And this, and like you say, some British people have this have this mentality, and they think, "Oh, we had an empire." I mean, They're just, just nostalgic insane. for the but past. It's the, it's the same people in the like the fascists in Italy think we had a Roman Empire. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, how far? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? how far back are we going to go? Yeah, I mean, time uh, moves yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, world exactly. changes. Yeah, exactly. The world changes and stuff. And like you know, the, the, the people going back to the, these glory days, and there's this kind of mistrust. And I, and I, and I kind of think it's a kind of a generational thing because like. I think that uh, young, the younger generation, let's say eighteen to twenty-five, yeah, I think less. I think I think that they care less about the Second World War. I mean, they're not, not. I mean, they they still think it's it's an, it's it was important. They realize it's but they don't think it's not in their mind. No, but people like of 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 our generation, whose 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 grandparents, 
you know, lived in the, were affected, and we've heard stories from our grandparents, from our parents about the war, blah blah blah. You know, we it's 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 in our it's in it's in our minds this, you know, and that is why you have this generational gap for people that are kind of like who let's say forty some who had grandparents now forty five and above, forty and above possibly, they voted to leave, no. Because they, they, it's it's split because they are still in their mind they've been indoctrinated from this thing of like you know the Britain of the past and that and all Germans are bad because of the war and, yeah. and notions like yeah, that yeah 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 and Completely. and you know and <laughs> I had a Scottish comedian on the podcast recently mm. and she laid down this brilliant notion of how we could change things for the better within the educational system and about teaching the youth the 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 truth and the the real reasons behind things like you know the suffragettes movement and women's rights and lgbt mm. rights because she pointed out she was like how many people do you know who are anti-semitic mm. of a certain age very few because you're you're taught in school that the holocaust was this horrible thing mm. and so you're like well that's just persecution that makes no sense and it's evil and of course i've got no problem with anyone who is you know a jew or you know or yeah. any kind of hebrew whatever yeah. i've got no problem with them and it's like if we just teach that in schools like women are equal gay people are equal mm. this is why that person's surname is that that's why his surname is that like their parents yeah. came from here those and you actually teach them about migration and the patterns of human behavior mm. and then you kind of eradicate prejudice yeah I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's a simple solution. I think, yeah, but, but I think that the, I mean, you can't, truth I think that the, the the role of your environment and your family as well it has more of, has more of an effect. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, with education in school and stuff like like that, you could say. But you know, like um, or hate it's, breeds it's, hate. You know, it's it? something that comes that is planted in your mind. If you're if you're from a if you're if if if, if you know. That says so, you've got racist, racist parents racist and it's indoctrinated in you from Yeah, there. I mean, like ra racist people, probably the parents are racist as well. Do you know what I mean? Not, it's not always the case, of course, no. But I doubt but, but, there's very many racists whose parents you, yeah, aren't racist. But not, it's, not just, it's not just the family. I'm sorry, it's not just the... I'm not talking about the There's just the family. It's the, it's, the, it's the environment that you grow up in. I mean... Friends. Where, where do you hear that stuff? Yeah. Is, you know, yeah, the media like, as well, man. The media yeah, yeah, is responsible yeah, for that, it. Yeah, that can... They can a lot be, of that they, they can... They can um as you say they can spread it yeah yeah but like uh taking it, our jobs they're taking our jobs yeah like, all this stuff but like you know like all you know like all these terms and stuff if if suddenly a, a, a young kid starts saying something that's racist or xenophobic so it's like okay you didn't come up with that they yeah. didn't come up with that some they must have heard that somewhere you know i mean it's it's, it's like you know they've picked up on it somewhere but it could be you know i mean it could be it could be home it could be from the friends it could be in the street it could be in the playground you know they you know um and you know it's it, it, i mean it's a difficult one isn't it at the, at the moment now I, I think that it's probably you know i've i've I grew. I was born here and i grew up here i mean i grew up in the i, I grew up in the 70s where the national front was that at its peak? But it was kind of seen as like they're kind of wacky, you know. Even to a certain extent, the BNP they the weren't urban, in power. They weren't in power. They weren't part of the mainstream. Now, like the right has, I think, has become more of the of the main of the mainstream. Um, it's become more accepted to say that. Because, but probably the thing is that nothing ever changed. Maybe you know, a part of me thinks, well, maybe nothing ever changed. Maybe people have always thought that, but they didn't say anything. You know, but now they think that they're legit. They've got their free pass to. Yeah, they got the free. Yeah, exactly. Openly declare this is what I am. Yeah, this is yeah, how because I they, feel. They, they they're saying it. It's okay if I say it. 
now, you know. Where are your mum and dad from? My dad's from Mauritius. Right. And my mum is from Sikkim. Do you know that? No. <laughs> Where is it? Where is that? Where is it? It's um, in the Himalayas. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, borders with Bhutan, Nepal, in there, yeah, up in the mountains. What an amazing place. <laughs> Have you been? Yeah, about a long time ago, a long, long time ago. Yeah, I went, uh, I should go. I, every year I keep on thinking, every year I think, okay, I'll go next year, I'll go next year, I'll go next year, but it never materializes. Are your Maybe folks, next year I'll go. <laughs> are your folks still around? Yeah, my folks yeah. are here, yeah. They, yeah, both yeah. Live, they both live here, yeah, in the, in the UK. And Because a lot of this stuff must be on your mind now as a parent, like how you're raising your kids. and Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean my, my children are, what would they be? They'd be half Italian, a quarter Mauritian and a quarter Sikkimese. But, uh, okay, they have a kind of uh, British by proxy yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> culture, okay? Because it's not their culture. I mean, it's not their number one, but they know a lot, of course, because they speak English. They know a lot about it, but they've never lived here. They've never lived here. No, You've no, always no. been in Rome. No, but they, they, no, but they, come, they, come, they come here they, they come here two or three times a year, but they've never gone to school here, is what I'm saying. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. They've never lived here. For... And they're not growing up with English, like fellow kids. They're not growing no, up no, with English friends. To, they, no, they go to Italian school. Yeah. They go to the local school. Uh, so for them, yeah, I mean, like... Um, and like, but I, you know, where I live, I live in like a bit of a bubble because where I live is quite a left-wing area, and the part of Rome where I live. Um, and what about Rome as a city, as a whole? Is it fairly left, fairly right, a lot of both? <laughs> it's um, it's a bit of both, isn't it? I mean, because Italy's obviously no stranger to no, yeah, because they, yeah, they, they have extreme politics there, don't they? Extreme right and extreme left, and it's kind of like football teams, yeah, over there um supporting yes yeah, like you know you're either left wing or right wing. you support lazio or you support roma you know it's like a black and white <laughs> black and white yeah and then the, but now you've got you know in the, they've got these populist parties because you know they, they have an election every two 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 or three years there we have a general election the government's now that i think the government is, is almost collapsed now i think so maybe there's po it's possible that we'll have a general election in october so it's always a coalition so the, the coalition always collapses and so um yeah i mean yeah there of course there's we there the at the moment now there's the populist party uh cinque stelle five star movement um and there is the lega which is salvini which is the uh, far right uh together in a coalition in a government so obviously you know a lot of italians voted for the far right but um, you know, so it's there. Are obviously, some people who swing, who go from one ex extreme to yeah, the other, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Because you know, we've had they've had left wing governments before in the past. So you know, I think that people are just people kind of get fed up, and and in in the end, they kind of like do a kamikaze. It's like okay, I'll show them, I'll show the politicians. I'll, I'll just you know, it's like yeah. I'll shit on I'll shit on my front doorstep and vote for them. You know what I mean? That'll it's show like, them. That'll show yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. That'll show them. That'll show them. And maybe it will. <laughs> maybe we all deserve to be eradicated. You know, it's, a, you know, it's not, I don't think it's all, you know, I, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I just think, you know, part of me thinks, okay, put them in power. Let them, let, let the, the right be in power. Two, three, they never manage the economy. 
they can't do any. All they can talk about, like, say, all they can talk about is, is, is all they can talk about is uh, are immigrants. Yeah, that's, and that's it. That's after after that, they, what do you say? You don't say policy, you, they don't they don't say anything. All it is immigrants, and that is and, and that in itself, the, the only economics they know that in itself is a business. No, all those right wing things, you know, like uh, commentators and stuff. Uh, right-wing commentators, they get money for spouting that shit. You know what I mean? So, but the part of, half of them probably don't even believe it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like Katie Hopkins, Tommy Robinson. You know how much money they make from just, from, just uh, from their... Running their mouth. Yeah, running their mouth. They get funded, asking people to subscribe, put on the channels. Now now they've been, they've been taken off a few, you know, because there's... I mean, for them, I guess it's a revenue. No, they must get a revenue. And easy he does, money, because you doesn't don't need to work. think what you're saying, do you? He doesn't work. Yeah, he just out of anything. You know, oh, yeah, who am I going to have a go at today? <laughs> They'll do. Boom. Ching. More money. You know, it's, a, it's an industry in itself, that thing. And these people are like, these, are, these people, are, they're, they're trolls, aren't they, basically? Like I said, they probably don't believe it anyway. Because what, do they, what would they do? Katie Hopkins, get a job get a job you know what i mean if you're not doing that okay i know she's in i know she's bankrupt you know if you know for her like you say it's easy money isn't it you just spout off some crap and uh you get money for it you know because at the moment and you get notoriety for your yeah files. yeah but the thing is yeah but that, that's that but if it, it kind of feeds itself doesn't it mm-hmm. that's you know because that's they want the thing of the, all those people right they want attention and they're always the victim they're always the victim oh look at us everybody's attacking us, you know, oh yeah, but, you know, our freedom of speech, I can't say that, but, you know, they always make it out that they are the victim, you know, and probably it's a kind They're of... They're never me- taking ownership over yeah, their actions. It's a kind of, yeah, well, yeah, and it's it probably it's a kind of form of mental illness, I don't know, it's like a paranoia, it's like yeah, everyone's no. against me, oh, you know what I mean? It's, uh... what, what about music? Do you think music still has a place uh, and the power to, to change the way people think? About the world, I think it does, but I think it's. Uh, I think that now it's. I think it's. I think it does, but I think it's lost some of the power now because you got. You know, you don't have to be a musician to 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 say what you want. You can use things like Twitter. Have a platform anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there are other. Yeah, there are other mediums that you that you can use, uh, and also what you want to say in a in a three minute song, <laughs> you could do in a in a half an hour podcast or um a video on youtube or whatever yeah so it's it's not the only it's not the only um it has kind of lost some of its power but you know i, I still think, think there's lost... a pl- i still I, 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 I still think there's a place for it as well i think we lost a lot of the outspoken i don't know politically aware artists that they used to be yeah but what i mean yeah but what's behind that maybe they're they're worried about upsetting um, damaging their own revenue perhaps or their yeah, own chances yeah, of success yeah 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 so I, mean, I could say what i want because i only got 14 <laughs> 14 <laughs> followers so what do you want me to say <laughs> should i say something outrageous <laughs> it's gonna go viral yeah, Al yeah. from king prawn no, oh, no. Al, Al hasn't said that has he yeah he's, he's, now he's only got 12 followers he's lost two in the last 10 seconds <laughs> are there no. any um are there any tracks that you think that you would write from here going forward that would, you know, poke that stick into that fire and explore those things and I'm trying, um, address those issues? Are you driven? Yeah. Are you still driven by yeah, that? Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I was saying, like like I was saying on the on the on the new album, we have one track that Colonel Panic. Colonel Panic is all is is all about that kind of like, you know, fixation with with media and you know um people you know 
riling each other up, you know, uh, and tearing each other down. Yeah, antagonizing, like, you know, like uh, right wing media commentators, you know, winding people up, getting people angry and stuff like that, you know. And, um, and, you know, really, we should put the phone down for for Vex. We, 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 We all, myself too, we all spend far too much time on this and really. What are you How on? What apps are you on? What are you wasting your time with? No, I just, I just uh, texting. <laughs> no, <not laughs> old school. I'm old school. Not oh. even my, I, my my text is just a thumbs up. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean I just like you know I. Um, you don't strike me as a social media guy. No, I don't, I'm not a social media person. No, no. no. You're just looking at who's me. listening, <laughs> right? Well, there's twelve of them now. <laughs> there was fourteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not a social media person. I mean, I, I just use I read the news stuff like that you know with the news i like i follow football things like this music a bit of music and that and just like you know but the thing that that i waste my time like most people waste their time it's just irrelevant facts it's just like you know how many bubbles are in a bottle of coca-cola oh i know you're in let's look it up Google. Let's, yeah. That's where you're you spending know, your hours. Yeah, it's just searching like, oh, you know, like, uh, how fast can a cheetah run? And, you know, how far is it to Uranus? And it's just uh, non, you know, stuff like that. Perhaps just, uh, that's a lot of why, because when you can find out anything, it almost takes away a lot of that natural, inquisitive nature yeah, that we yeah, all have as human, yeah. as humans, you know, as, yeah. as creatives. And before the internet, like it was funny today, um, yesterday was August the 8th. Yeah, and no effects have a song called August Eighth, which they thought was the day that um, Jerry Garcia from the Grateful Dead died. Yeah, so they wrote a song about it, but actually he passed away on the ninth. But because they wrote it in the nineties, they were like, "Well, there's no way of checking." <laughs> there probably was. They could have gone to a library or something. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The internet wasn't there, so they just wrote the song, released it. Oh fuck, we got the date wrong. And I was thinking yesterday, I was like, that would literally never happen today, would it? It just wouldn't because uh, you'd, you'd be well, in the studio. You'd end up with egg on your face, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd look... Uh, and there's kind of a magic to that. Yeah. It's like a pub quiz. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Every, Who wants yeah. to do a pub quiz now? Because you just, you could. Yeah. It takes a lot to not want to do that. Yeah. And I would want to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, like you said, I just spent my time looking at, you know, how much rainfall was last... <laughs> <laughs> it was in June and like... I just wasted my time because I've looked at it. And, and then, and then you, if you were to ask me, oh, how much rainfall? Hang on a sec. I can't oh, it's remember. Gone. It's gone. because a new fact pushed it out. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. Well, that's the other thing as well is we all need to put politics it's aside, us I boring. think, and it's look after us, the it's planet. It's making us boring. That's what it is. We're, we're going to end up being boring. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and, we've got, and we've got to save the planet, haven't we? Like we've got to push politics aside and yeah. Yeah, definitely. start taking care of this soil that we're on. Definitely, you know, there's, there, there, you know, like uh, there are many, imp- these are distractions, aren't they? They are. At the end of the day, it's just a, it, like, you know, the pop quiz is a distraction. When I, I don't mean, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. This, uh, all, all these facts and stuff are just a distraction for what's happening and stuff, you know. But, um, you know, hopefully it's still relatively new. Who knows how it's going to change? It might, you know. It might change in the in the future. People might get bored of it. Like people are getting bored of Facebook now, aren't they? I heard, I read, I read, <laughs> I read. one of my fact sheets. I learn everything on YouTube and Wikipedia. <laughs> well, I think when it's been around for a certain time, certainly young people are like, oh, my, yeah. my parents are on that. Why would I want to be on that? Yeah, or something new takes over, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I left Facebook years ago. Left it years ago. Who it. does all the band promotion then? Nick. You let you let him take care of that. Nick nice. do, Nick does the uh, Facebook. And Zach 
does uh, Twitter or in, no Instagram or Twitter or maybe both. But I think we all have access to that. But I don't know how to use. I don't. I mean, I, I I've access to it, but I don't touch anything in case I in case I mess something up. <laughs> I love it. Uh, final thing I want to ask you, dude, yeah. is how old are you? If you don't mind me asking, I'm fifty. Fifty years yeah, old. Fifty big ones. Fifty big ones. Damn, that dude looks good for his age. If I look that good when I'm fifty, I will be stoked. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 